Hello everyone and welcome back to the Heart Sanctuary podcast with your hosts Deirdre and Chevy. That's me. We hope that your year is off to a fabulous start. And if it isn't, perhaps this episode will help. Today we're discussing the very relevant topic of pain, an inevitable part of daily life and spirituality. Stay tuned right to the end to experience a meditation practice that will help us embrace the pain. Hello everyone! Compliments of the season to you! Complaints of the season. <laughs> what have you got to complain about, Jimmy? Uh, pain. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place. Today we're tackling this huge topic of pain. And yes, we realize we could go on for days or weeks. But we're going to start off with just an overview of what is pain and some related concepts before focusing in on the spiritual side of it and how pain can actually be a catalyst on the spiritual journey. Yes. Disclaimer. We are not medical professionals, so please, if you are experiencing any pain resulting from tissue damage or serious emotional stuff, then please consult a medical professional. Okay. And with that, let's move forward. We thought we would start with a quote by Rumi, one of my favorite poets. He's a Sufi uh, poet, which is the mystical arm of Islam. He says, Our purpose is not to seek love. It's to remove the barriers we've placed between us and love. Beautiful. Yes. So he's essentially saying that our true nature is love mm. and that the reason we are not able to perceive it is because there are things blocking our perception. And one of those things is pain. So it's with this intention and this perspective that we are tackling this topic of, of pain today. So you might be wondering, what is pain? <laughs> Makes sense for us to, uh, to get that. Um, clarified and what better resource than the International Association for the Study of Pain. Um, according to them, it is an unpleasant sensory and emotional experience associated with or resembling that associated with actual or potential tissue damage. So let's break that down. It's quite a mouthful. An unpleasant sensory and emotional experience. So yeah, I think we can agree with that. Yes. Do you agree with that, yes. Chevy? Yes. Okay, so it's not pleasant, it's uncomfortable, mm -hmm. it involves our senses, and it can also have an emotional aspect, either related to a physical pain or emotional pain related to a situation, mm. um, in reaction to a situation. Mm. I know what about pain. Do you? Yes. All about pain. Yes. It's Especially <laughs> when people don't laugh from my jokes. What? It's painful. <laughs> <laughs> Are your jokes funny though? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Do you want to What try to put thyself? Because it's cold? No, it's too to walk. <laughs> See, I find that's funny. No, that's terrible. Oh, really? It's painful. 
painful to listen to. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> no, Tell us no, a no. joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, how about we stick to pain? All right. <laughs> the finding is too painful. <laughs> um, what's your experience of pain, Shivi? Uh, I suffer from chronic pain. What's chronic pain? Chronic pains when pain was more than six months. That's chronic pain. Okay. Yeah. So acute pain is like, for example, you knock your toe and you have a pain, but it doesn't last for more than a day, a week, mm. maybe two weeks. But if your pain persists more than for more than six months, it's considered chronic pain. So people that suffer from lower back problems, mm. neck problems, okay, joint problems, yeah. So they're considered chronic pain. Okay. So the question is, how do you manage that chronic pain? That's the question. Yeah, it's a persistent. There are drugs on the market to deal with pain, Mm. but they have side effects. Okay. And you take more medication to deal with side effects. Mm -hmm. And uh, medication has side effects. So, question is. How do you deal with chronic pain? And for me, I find breathing meditation to be a way to deal with my pain. Mm. It helps me to calm my system, my, and it helps me understand pain better. Um, so, yeah. But it took time. Spiritual work is not a fast food mm. fix scenario. It takes time. The question you got to ask yourself is do you have a pain desire to overcome pain Mm. or are you willing to put in the work and effort to to deal with your pain and most people don't want to do that they see uh, taking tablets as only way to deal with your pain well it's a quick fix yes exactly people are busy lives you know Mm. Um, the kids have work so they don't have time to reflect and have time to themselves to mm. think about things, you know. Mm. So, luckily for me, I, forgot, I was afforded that time to really put effort into myself. It sounds like you're saying the pain was a blessing. 
Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that. Yes, it was a blessing because it forced me to see myself uh, differently, to, to see to discover who I really am. It was the key. And now because it was difficult, you know. Mm. Um, and yes, and no, because everyone is different. Yes, your source is the same, but there's also a psyche is different, mm. and we think differently. So how specifically do you see yourself differently as a result of the pain? I'm much calmer, much at ease. What I've done is I've embraced the pain. Mm-hmm. So, Through uh, your breathing and meditation practices. Exactly. Calm my mind. And you say that you have a better idea of who you really are. You want to talk a little more about that? Yes, I could, if you want to know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a bit cryptic. <laughs> wow. No, it's just, I know I love myself. I know that everyone, we are all of the same source. Um... So, there's no division here. That understanding shifted my understanding of who I am. It was key. Mm. And for you? For me? (laughs) How do you see pain? That's a great question. A really big question. Um, well, w- when I hear the word pain, uh, my mind instantly shoots to the the my experience of the most intense pain in my life, which was when I fell off a scooter mm. in Thailand um, and dislocated my shoulder, this upper arm bone, the humerus. It was not so humorous yeah. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> it dislocated into my armpit and I had it stuck there. And even as I'm telling the story, I'm having mm-hmm. a bit of a a memory, of a physical memory twinge in my armpit um, as if I can feel the bone there again. Um, it was stuck there for three hours because I was on a smaller island and I had to be transported to the bigger island on a ferry with a nurse escort just on paracetamol on, on a boat that was moving <laughs> they couldn't pop it back because until they'd done uh, x-ray and only mm. the bigger hospital mm. had the x-ray on the bigger island um, so I was very grateful for the industry I was for the for my meditation practice wow. because that's what helped me, you know, um, get perspective on it and breathe through it. I remember actually at that moment when I was lying on the 
on the road. <laughs> um, it just happened that one of the cars that stopped to help was a uh, had a nurse in it, and she was trying to keep me check my consciousness mm. um, by keeping me talking, asking me questions about myself. And I remember saying to her through gritted teeth. Leave me alone. I'm trying to meditate here. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate what she was doing and mm. I understand what she was doing. But mm. in terms of like actual management of the pain, that's what yeah. I needed to do at the time. Um, and yes, painkillers, pills and injections are the quick fix. And I was very grateful when they finally gave me some morphine. Um, but... Uh, but that awareness and that cultivation of compassion is actually what was happening because I was having more compassion for myself and realizing the compassion uh, that there is compassion for other people that it was naturally coming out because I then ended up in the hospital bed and was you know very more aware of the other people in their pain. So I think pain can change us in this way mm. as well. If you experience the pain that you can... Mm have more compassion for realizing that pain is an inevitable part of life. Yes. It's just the suffering part, the mental aspect that that is optional. And this is, I'm quoting here, different people are attributed this quote, Buddha and some Japanese writer, I forget his name. Um, and the, the Buddhists actually talk a lot about suffering. Uh, in fact, there's a story about the two arrows Tell us about these two arrows. Well, the way I understand the story is mm. that the first arrow is talking about that it triggers the pain in you. So it could be an injury, um, so some kind of damage to the tissue, as they uh, that definition, or um, emotional pain, like a reaction to an event that happens, situation with someone, a conflict, a, a betrayal, or, or some misunderstanding, something like that, that causes this hurt or resentment or hatred or, you know, that mm. kind of pain. Yeah. Um, so those are inevitable parts of life. The life happens. Mm. We, we get sick, we get old, we have misunderstandings, and people will die, we will die, our loved ones will, also things will, that's just inevitable. But the second arrow... Mm. is talking about our reaction or response to it. And we are normally conditioned with a certain type of reaction th from childhood as to how we deal with situations or what, what helped us meet our needs at that point in time. But we don't always revisit them and see if they're still valid as we grow older. And this is part of the spiritual journey, is awakening to those reactions and that mental aspect of 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 our lives you know um the tendencies the underlying beliefs that causes us to think the way we do causes us to speak the way we do and behave the way we do mm. um so that's where the the second arrow is is the suffering that comes because we are interpreting a certain situation in a certain way because we are traumatizing it through our you know our layering onto it adding another barrier um as Rumi was referring to. So our emotions can intensify our experience of the pain. 
intensify our suffering and that's what the second arrow is pointing to. So they're saying this first double, but the second arrow you have some control over. You can empower yourself by practicing mm. your your meditation or your breathing exercises um, to to better manage that pain and reduce your suffering. Not necessarily completely take it away because yes. that would be very utopic, <laughs> yes. but we can reduce the intensity of it, we can reduce the duration of it, or maybe the frequency of it. Mm. Um, and you can attest to that very yes. much. Yes, yes, that's what I have been doing. Mm. The reaction to pain mm. causes more pain. Yes. Wow, yeah. So I'm reminded then of this quote by Viktor Frankl. He's an Austrian psychiatrist who spent some time in a concentration camp. Um, so I think <laughs> you would know a thing or two about yes. pain, yes. Uh, physical and emotional. Um, he says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space lies our freedom. So something happens, the stimulus or that first arrow. Mm -hmm. And before we actually... Respond, respond to it there's space there's a choice now we don't always perceive that space or realize that it's there but our spiritual practice can help create that space or widen it, that space. Broaden it. yes yes nice. and it help you realize that there is mm. choice and that you can choose your response it doesn't have to be this knee-jerk reaction that we've always done because it always worked um, as a coping mechanism, because remember, we adopted those as kids. What did we know then? You know, we took everything very personally as kids, and maybe we still do now. And uh, But we have this, this choice in the matter. So thank you, Victor Franco, for that. Thank you. So tell me, Chevy. Yes. From your perspective and in your experience, is suffering necessary on the spiritual path? For me, yes. I need it and kick up the butt. <laughs> Sounds painful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> For some people, no. They spontaneously awaken to the true nature. Mm. It didn't need a, a go through a painful experience. Mm. I cannot for someone else I can need to open my own experience and yes but remember we distinguishing between pain and suffering so yes. pain is inevitable but yes. suffering is optional yes for me I do work through the optional aspect of things okay yes and so it took me a while before Less painful, nothing. This spiritual part will clear all the pain away. Mm. It's all there. Mm. But it has less of a power and grip over you. Mm. And so you can function better. Mm. And like, I cycle now. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Mm. 
and maybe God, that's not the limitation. It will help. <laughs> I have one very last question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. You know I have an inquiring mind. Yeah. Tell me, my love. Yes. How has the pain changed you? I'm more compassionate, loving, kind, respectful, nurturing. I can attest to that. Yes. <laughs> I get the benefit from that. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, my love. Now. Now. <laughs> now we can I'll do our practice. <laughs> okay. So the practice that we've chosen to share today is beautiful. In line with um, Sufism. Uh, it's inspired by Sufism. It's called Blowing Upon the Embers of the Heart. So embers are those glowing coals that you'll find in a dying fire that if you blow upon them will reignite. So the practice is to, to sit in a normal upright meditative position. You can either do it sitting down cross-legged or um, on, the, on the edge of a chair. And I say on the edge of the chair because we want to keep the spine straight. Not while driving, though. Yes, not while driving. <laughs> 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 or operating every machi machinery. Phones don't count. <laughs> so the practice is to visualize these embers at your heart, the center of the chest, um, and blow upon them as we breathe in and out. So the in-breath and the out-breath has this effect of almost like rubbing against the chest um, and giving this, this stimulation, this blowing, this heat that could even be generated. Um, so we're creating this, this inner fire. And at the same time, while that is visualized and being... Uh, felt there, we can scan the body and notice where there's any pain. And we do this with a neutral perspective. So there's no stories that we're going into about why this is painting like this or how bad it is, because uh, that's entertaining the mind. Um, we just notice. It might also be emotional um, tension that you're feeling, like maybe what we could call butterflies in the stomach or um, feeling the world on your shoulders, that kind of thing, because emotions are um, held in the body in this way. Any things like this, any evidence of physical or emotional pain that we uh, discover in the body as we scan it, we draw into the heart. So just through our attention and imagining this gravity of the heart that's pulling it all in and coming into this fire and we continue to blow upon the embers into this fire and it's almost like this offering bringing it all onto the altar of the heart um, so that it can be transformed it can be alchemized one of the beautiful um, images that I like to call to mind is 
uh, what do you call it? A crucible. Like back in the day when they used to show these blacksmiths burning metal. Um, it, you, the little bowl that they use is like this metal bowl that's over the f over the open fire. And the idea is there's, there's this legend of the Philosopher's Stone where if you apply the Philosopher's Stone um, to base metals, um, s steel or that kind of thing, copper, you are able to transform it or alchemize it into gold if you have the Philosopher's Stone. Now, there's lots of theories as to <laughs> what this is about or if it's true, just a, a legend. But I like to think of the Philosopher's Stone as awareness because we are approaching our practice with this awareness. We're approaching our pain, physical, emotional pain with awareness. So it's like we're adding that to the crucible, um, that neutrality. And, and it's, it's neutrality, but there's a compassion in it, in this awareness that is our true nature, that is what is revealed when those barriers are dissolved the barriers that Rumi is talking about. Remembering that he said, our purpose is not to seek love, it's to remove the barriers that we've placed between us and love. And this is what we're doing with this practice. Blowing upon the embers of the heart. So let's take a comfortable sitting position. Just ensuring that your back is straight firm but still relaxed. Make any final adjustments. And then set the intention to stay perfectly still. We can use the stillness of our body to help quiet the mind. Take a couple of full deep breaths to just help you settle into that position. To help you settle into this moment and become completely present. Okay, let your breath settle into its natural rhythm. Let it become soft and light. And then allow your attention to come to rest in the heart. We start to visualize some embers, some glowing coals in the heart. And as we breathe in and out, we feel this rubbing sensation on the heart, this blowing upon the embers. It might be perceived as heat. tingling sensations, vibrations. If you're not perceiving anything, that's okay. Just keep blowing off on the heart with that intention of alivening that inner fire. And as you keep going, start to scan your body. From head to toe, 
stay neutral observer that's just holding it all in a compassionate awareness compassionate awareness of whatever physical or emotional pain tension you might discover in your body and allow it to be taken by the gravity of the heart Bring it all to the altar of the heart to be transformed, to be alchemized. And keep blowing upon the embers of the heart with the inhale and the exhale. Letting go. Letting go, just watching it all burn. Keeping that same quality of awareness. For another minute. as we prepare to end our meditation let's set this intention to maintain awareness of the heart and to hold our whole being body, mind and soul with that same compassionate embrace Embracing it all, including the pain. We hope that this episode was beneficial for you. If you'd like to share your experience, please leave a comment below. We look forward to sharing the next episode with you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.